This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Trump administration is out with new regulatory language that is expected to lower the wages paid to H-2A farm workers. The issue of farm worker pay had been in the news last week after a federal judge ordered USDA to continue collecting farm worker wage data and not go through with the planned cancellation of a survey on the subject. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. Presidential candidates are making their closing arguments to voters across the country as time before polls close turns from days to hours. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has a look at what the campaigns are saying. Trade aid payments are becoming a campaign talking point as President Donald Trump and Vice President Joe Biden hit battleground states ahead of tomorrow's election. Biden will travel to Ohio and Pennsylvania today but criticized Trump's trade policies in Des Moines, Iowa Friday. He says because of his bailouts, our farmers do better now than when they actually had a farm. I'm going to read that again. Our farmers actually doing better now than when they actually had a farm. Where's this guy from? However, speaking at a rally in Dubuque, Iowa, Sunday, Trump defended payments to producers. We got $28 billion from China that went to our farmers because they targeted you. We opened new markets for Iowa farmers and ranchers in Japan, the EU, South Korea, and all over the world. The $28 billion actually came from USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation, not China. Trump is holding rallies in Florida, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin today. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Down the ballot, a number of rural district and ag committee member racers are labeled as toss-ups heading into Election Day, including in Minnesota's 7th District. House Ag Committee Chair Colin Peterson is in a tight race for another term in Congress. Democrats are also expected to retain their majority in the House, so a loss for Peterson would mean a new committee chair. By the way, if you're looking for some post-election analysis and the impact on rural America, join AgriPulse and farm policy experts Randy Russell of the Russell Group and National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue Wednesday at noon Eastern time on the AgriPulse Facebook page. EPA's decision last week to approve a five-year registration for some key dicamba products should hold up to legal and scientific scrutiny, according to the agency's leader. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler says courts are playing an increasingly present role in the scientific review process. The courts have certainly veered into scientific questions and second-guessing scientific decisions by our career scientists. That happens, I'm not saying this case in particular, I don't want to point fingers at any particular court or uh, judges, but you know, I think overall we have seen judges get more involved in scientific decisions, which I think is challenging. But he says the agency feels its science is sound. You know, the new studies that we have, that we reviewed, the additional labeling restrictions, part of the problem on the Ninth Circuit decision was that you know, they were critical of the confusing label restrictions. By having the one cutoff date for both crops, I, I think, is, is key to answering the court's concerns. We took into account a whole host of new science on our decision. So I, I think we addressed the issues that were raised in that litigation. And if this were to be litigated, again, I believe we have the answers to the questions raised. Previous dicamba registrations were withdrawn by the courts earlier this year after the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled EPA did not adequately consider evidence of the chemical's potential harm. 
There's more from Wheeler, including his thoughts on biofuels policy, in this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Finally today, noted ag economist and farm policy expert Barry Flinchbaugh passed away today in Topeka, Kansas. The Kansas State University professor emeritus taught ag policy to about 4,000 undergraduate students, including many of Washington's prominent agricultural figures. Sarah Wyant has more on Flinchbaugh's life and passing in her piece on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.